Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> The Caltro Guys is a weekly podcast by Adriano Donardo, Gianni Delacoli, and myself, Nicholas DiGiovanni. We want to bring Caltro back to its roots in our communities and share stories from around the world about why we're passionate about the beautiful game. You can listen to us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts, including Spreaker, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Mixcloud. Give us your opinion on social media at The Caltro Guys on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The intro song is Fireworks by Just an event that's taken a long time to happen many people have been waiting for this for many years none of us have ever seen one of these in our lifetimes? Uh, people are talking about it all around the world. You know all all the classics, all the classic sayings. The theme of the weekend was three: coronation of King Charles III. First time we've ever seen a British monarch coronated in our lifetime. Guys, here on the British guys, how are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to restart. We're gonna have to restart. Yeah, no, that's that's not the justified we're intro. Have that to this is the most beautiful event I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Man. I'm so glad I got to witness it. <laughs> I, 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 guys, not gonna lie, I was thinking that all day. I was like, "This is perfect intro for uh, for tonight's episode." But no, uh, no, no, seriously, starting an event that none of us have seen. Napoli finally winning the scudetto on uh, on Thursday, number three, just like King Charles the third. Uh, live on YouTube here on the couch, guys. Jani, Adriano, I'm Nicholas joining us. Our guest of many times over, Carmine Carm from uh, Napoli Club Toronto. Carm, how's it going? Uh, I where 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 do I begin? Uh, <laughs> I just I, I feel so I've been on cloud nine for like the last week and a bit now, so that that should just give you an idea as to how I'm feeling. <laughs> Well, guys, if anybody's not watching the uh, the uh, the replay of this on, on YouTube or, or live with us right now, Carm, smile from ear to ear, guys. Uh, he's been smiling. He's been chanting. He's been singing all weekend long. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it on, on, on social media at uh, Napoli Club Toronto, guys, it's uh, it's been quite a spectacle. Um, I guess before, Carm, we get into everything. Uh, you know how the show goes. Um, just, I guess, your your initial just reactions how how was 
uh, the weekend for you. Uh, we saw it. Uh, a lot of people definitely saw it. We saw um, you also have a guys have a bit of an appearance on uh, on TLN as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, interviewed by our boy Michele Brutzese from the Bell Bros as well. Um, just I guess, just tell us, Carm. From long story to short, what happened uh, over the weekend and, and how uh, and how happy are you? Oh man, it's been uh, it's been a not even just from this weekend, but it's been a, a stressful two weekends consecutive. Um, just waiting on because okay, let's face it, the scudetto was packed up and done by January. We were just waiting for it to be official <laughs> at that point. So yes. we were just all we were just every every week we talk about it and plan like okay guys what are we gonna do you know we gotta make when they when the game that they win you know we gotta make it a special day we gotta organize something yada 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 finally Napoli Salernitana happens with the miracle that happened the just before that with Inter Lazio where mm-hmm. Lazio, uh, Inter is down to the entire game and then scores three goals in the last 10 minutes of the game absolute miracle everything was planned out perfectly we're playing Salernitana. We have an amazing track record against Salernitana. We set up this whole event. 120-ish people show up, you know, wow. to watch the game. At 9 a.m. on a Sunday, 120 people show up to watch the game. We had a DJ. We had a, a um, we had a whole lunch menu set up for after the game. Fireworks, flares, everything. We had everything set up beautifully. And then uh, Buladia at the 84th minute, just to start. <laughs> A worldly, a worldly of a goal. Like it was I, 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 I couldn't even be mad when I saw that. I was like, yeah, no, it's, it, it, <laughs> he deserves that. <laughs> so TLM was actually funny enough. TLM was there because that was the day they were supposed to film our reaction winning. So they were there already, like filming all oh, wow. interviews, and you can see it on my face. I don't know if they caught it, but Diaz, Diaz, <laughs> he scores the goal. And if you look deep in the background, you just see me go like this. Shrug of the shoulders. It's classic. Yeah, you're like, what are you going to do? It's classic Napoli, right? Like, everything plans out perfectly, except for Napoli showing up. Like, that's the, the one factor that they always miss. But anyways, yeah, so we're like, okay, whatever hap- it happened, we move on. Now we move on to Thursday. Okay, Thursday is going to be the day. It's a work day, you know, like, what can you do? We did a meet, you know, we won. When we won that day, that was like, it didn't register. We we tied Udinese. We celebrated. We cried. We sang. We laughed. We did whatever, whatever, whatever. But it didn't fully register at the time that, oh my, like, we won. Like, this is this is it. The campeonato was done. And and we won it with, with five games to spare. And it didn't hit me until the next morning. I woke up. I think the adrenaline took me over too, right? Like you don't feel anything at the time, you know, you're elated. I woke up. Balling my eyes out. Because I woke up and it finally clicked. Like, now we won. I've waited my entire life. My entire, since the day I was born. I've waited my entire life for this one moment and it happened and it all, it all just like, it all came together then. And 6am, I, I'm still in bed. I just gotten up bawling my eyes out. And um, yeah, even thinking about it now, I'm getting emotional because, you know, we've been through some really tough times. And now 
me like not so much like we i've suffered through some tough times being an Opry fan but i wasn't alive or remember much of the city b days mm-hmm. much less the city of chi days that wasn't even a thought during the maradona days so like i don't know the entire experience but i know a portion of it really really well you know whatever happened in 2018 and so on and so forth so yeah it was just from that that day forward it finally clicked and Every time I, I just think about it randomly, I'll be walking down the street, comes to my head, and I'll be one of the schools that I'll start tearing up and start crying about it because it's like, it finally, after all this hardship and, and, and frustration over the years, it finally came to fruition. We finally see what we wanted to see. And yeah, I, there's no words to describe the, this type of feeling other than pure happiness. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carm, I think yeah. I'm going to have to relate to you. Guys, I'm just going to interrupt. I'm, I'm just, just going to How dare you interrupt. We're having a moment here. <laughs> we do have a substitution to make. I don't know if someone has to get kicked out. No. No one has to get, 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 no one has to get kicked out, but we do have uh, Peter Scala joining us. First time. Hey, first Pete. time ever on, on our podcast, and it's during a live after Napoli wins the Scudetto. So, Peter, well, welcome. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank and you. Uh, how's it going, man? I mean, uh, Napoli are the champions of Italy, so it's, it's going great. <laughs> oh, it's a party. <laughs> Peter. I mean, every time you were still in, we saw freaking like Nick. Yeah, siamo, siamo noi, siamo noi. I almost lost my voice yesterday, so I'm trying to save it a bit for right now. Right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save my little like story because I want to give Pete the floor. Pete, yeah. please. Like, uh, it's your, since it's your first time, obviously. Well, right now we're on the topic of like the emotions of Napoli. So give us a bit of your Napoli history and what the Scudetto means for you, man. Um, well, I, you know, before I, I started meeting a lot of people on Twitter, I thought my uh, path to become a Napoli fan was kind of unique, but it turns out a lot of people started out this way. When I was uh, younger, I actually was an AC Milan fan. Uh, hey, Beautiful, Peter. Um, <laughs> you know, um, obviously, Napoli. Um, actually, uh, I didn't really have much interest in soccer until my dad bought me for Christmas one year. He got me a GameCube with uh, the 2002 FIFA World Cup uh, video game on it. And my favorite wow. player on that to play with was Filippo Inzaghi. So from there, I just started to learn more about Milan. I got uh, FIFA 05, learned the players. Um, FIFA five classic game, one of the best ones. It was, it was very good, but so I just started to root from there, um, from Milan, um, 
fast forward, Napoli makes it to um, Serie A, back to Serie A. I'm still a Milan fan, but, you know, obviously my father's from Naples. He's rooting for Napoli. You know, I I, I have no ill will towards Napoli. Uh, I don't remember the Milan game I was watching, but I remember I hearing I was Milan versus somebody, and I heard chants about Vesuvius. Uh, and I don't really understand Italian that well, but obviously I understand Vesuvio, you know, the volcano in Naples. I'm like, Dad, what are they chanting about? And you know, we all know we all know the chant. So my dad kind of explained to me the history of all that, and so then from there I was like, well, that's kind of messed up, and obviously like. My blood is Neapolitan. So from there, I just made the switch to Napoli. I haven't looked back. Um, you know, it's, it, it was, uh, it's, it's, it, ever since I made the switch, it's been kind of like Milan was good and Napoli wasn't that good. But I, you know, I, I decided to support Napoli and then slowly Napoli started to get better. Um, so that, that was nice. But we still were always, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the, uh, never the bride. Uh, and in 2022, me and Gaetano Salato, who's been on here before, uh, decided to join, uh, you know, create Tri-State Napoli Club. And just the next season after that, we win the Scudetto. So it's been, <laughs> uh, it's been pretty awesome. You guys, you guys got to work out instead. You guys got to fold. You guys got to fold and then re- redo your, your your club next year so you guys can continue winning <laughs> and, and have a, a continuous cycle of, of winning for Napoli. But hey, if, that's uh, <laughs> if that's what it takes, exactly, uh, you're going to have to do it. But uh, now that you're on, Peter, and, and I wanted to kind of ask Karn the question, too, after, after, after his, um, what, what he had said earlier uh, in the show, um, seeing that you guys have uh, integral parts in uh, Napoli fan clubs, uh, you know, in the Tri-State area and obviously in Toronto, how much more does it mean to have, um, be a part of uh, a, a family, uh, that I've seen uh, through social media that you guys are, really have created such a bond with with your with your fellow members, with your fellow friends uh, in the area, outside the area. Um, how much more special does this Scudetto uh, make it uh, that you can celebrate not only within the people within your four walls, but uh, kind of you know broadening those horizons and and, and really uh, celebrating this uh, as a as, as a big extended family. Oh, Peter, it, it means that first. much. It means that much more to me, you know. Um... Growing up, it was pretty much always me and my dad uh, watching soccer, uh, and we didn't really have anyone else besides us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, then Twitter comes along, and we kind of start to meet more people. Uh, you get you know more friends, and then we started the club. You meet people in person. You grow these friendships. I mean, even uh, Carmen, those guys in Toronto, they came to one of our meets, Phenopoly Roma. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it, it, even though it was the first time we, we met each other, it felt like we've known each other forever. Um. So just, you know, obviously the, the highlight of winning, not winning the Scudetto for me was getting to watch it with my dad and that immediate reaction afterwards. But we met as a club as well on Thursday and just, you know, the guys who've been there for the past two seasons watching, you know, uh, all these games, some have gone our way, some haven't. And just, you know, we've been through the grind together. It's, you know, it's as wonderful as the, the club is, and I'm so grateful for it. It, it, it can be, you know, kind of tedious sometimes, especially I live kind of far away from where we meet. It's, you know, it's a grind sometimes, but it's, you, you do it together and you, um, you become a family and to be able to do it with my family has been wonderful. In fact, you know, since I joined the club, my mom who didn't really care about soccer before she started coming, she's invested now. 
just wow. you know my sister she comes to stuff so just have my immediate family with that too it just it means everything you know that's that's the one thing that i really love about my club is we have uh you know men women children family you know wives they you know everybody comes and it's just it, it's it's family first there so it's that's what my favorite thing about my club is real life all in the family <laughs> Carm yourself, Carm, as, as Presidente, I, I know this touches obviously uh, a, a bit harder, but um, I guess the, the, the question echoes towards you, my friend. Uh, how does that make it more uh, special being part of, not only being part of, but creating something in your city uh, mm-hmm. and, and seeing the fruitions come uh, come from it? I mean, yeah, it's it's really like, sometimes I kind of take it for granted, like the community that we have, and it, it, it finally this this win made me realize that it, it's so much more than what we all expected and think it to be. Um, I remember back in 2018 when Napoli was on that title charge, um, mm-hmm. like he said, it would just be me and my dad. And I remember one day it was uh, Napoli-Verona and Diawara scored that last 90th minute goal. And <laughs> I was, I was I had to write an exam that day. I was late to my own exam. Because oh, my God. My, my dad and I was my dad and I in our basement yelling and celebrating, you know, high fiving each other. But and I thought, you know, even after the Cooley Beligo too, saying that same thing, having that experience, it's it's nice. But you know, you you always want to experience it with other like minded people. You you have to think somewhere, somewhere in the city, there's got to be more of us. And creating the club in 2019. And going through COVID and trying to keep it alive during COVID, coming out of it, getting uh, our, our getting more people uh, into the club, has having all these events. Like Pete said, it gets tedious at times. You know, for for Sunday, on on Saturday afternoon, we spent six and a half hours, Sereno wow. and I, decorating the bar for the next wow. day. I mean, like, it takes a lot of time and it, a lot of dedication. It's a lot of frustration, too. Sometimes things don't go the way you want it to go. Sometimes, you know, you get into, not I wouldn't say arguments, but, like, discussions and, you know, you got to plan things and make sure everyone's okay. And it's a lot of responsibilities. But taking it all into consideration, we're doing it for one goal. And the goal is to get all the Neapolitans together. It's a, like Pete said, it's a family oriented community. We have, we have husbands, wives, children, nieces, nephews, everyone, everyone comes in and we leave nobody out. It doesn't even matter if you're Neapolitan or not. We, we, we accept anyone who, who's a fan of, of Napoli and a fan of football. Anyone is welcome. And having that space to, to bring together like-minded people and, uh, create long-lasting friendships. I mean, like, Serrano and I, we've never known each other prior to 2019. We're best of friends right now. Steph and I, best of friends. Danny and I, best of friends. Vin, Bertillo, like, we are, we, every day we talk to each other. Prior to 2019, we didn't have that. And now we've made everlasting connections, and not just myself, but everyone else in the club. I see people exchanging numbers all the time. They call me, we get dinner sometimes, yada, yada, yada. Like, you create such a, a tightly knit community and it's that that is what keeps us going and, and celebrating the Scudetto with everyone who felt the same way we did 
now and now having this space to to party in and and to communicate in that is that is like that that's the best thing i had ever done in my life and i don't regret any one bit of anything i did along the way to get there so yeah wow. and i do want to i real quick Car, i do want to say for carm uh there wouldn't you know there was this year we noticed there was been a huge influx of napoli uh fan support groups and mm-hmm. that wouldn't happen without carm when we started, he was a huge mentor to us. Don't shake your head. Uh, we, we, he was, when <laughs> humble Carm. Humble Carm. <laughs> uh, he was a huge mentor to us. You know, he helped in any way that he could, and I know he's done that for other people. So a lot of the the growth you've seen on Napoli wouldn't be happening without him. So he deserves I, I, the flowers. I don't. It's a it's a collective. I don't want to take all the responsibility for it, but yeah, I mean, you know, we all work with each other at the end of the day. Napoli clubs aren't like any other clubs in the world that I find. We are really close with each other and, and and help each other out in any way we can think possible, even though we have distance of like a thousand kilometers between me and Pete. But we, we are constantly talking every day and helping each other out. So that's that's another aspect of, of the club culture that's that I take for granted sometimes too. But but once you know when you sit down and think about it, you become really grateful for everything that um you've done for people and everything that they've done for you. Johnny, you haven't uh, told us what this means. I mean, you, you've been a fan for the longest. You were born two years after the last good. So you heard all about it from no, no Luigi, but (laughs) now the first time you get to see, you have to tell us. I mean, like my journey is somewhat similar to Pete's where it's like, you know, as a kid, Napoli wasn't uh, the team that it was today where, you know, like it was just more like you supported a different club, but I, across my house and stuff, there was still the emblem and the logo. My nono still had like a big pennant in the, hanging from his car with the two Scudetti and the one UEFA cup that they won and a like, nice little design. Now we have to get that updated, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I, I was always aware of it. I knew of it and how much it meant to my nono, but at the end of the day, I was like, okay, hey, cool. Like, that's a team. But then afterwards, you know, I think it just came at the right time. I think, honestly, like, the way it happened was that it was the mid-2000s. Uh, you know, YouTube started becoming a thing. And City of B started uploading highlights on it. And, like, you know, just from seeing them just, like, do that climb, become the club that they were – it's hard not to develop that love for the team and, you know, like that underdog feeling, you're like, come on, right. You want to, they want to, and they always come so close and they always come so close and you just never get it. And it, it, and it hurts and it hurts. And it's, it's more like the point where it's like, you know, you kind of become a bit of a joke or you become a bit like not a bit of a joke, but you know, you hear the, the, the teasing and the little jokes and the comments from other fan bases and stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, Hey, they can say that because their team would win or whatever. But, uh, but what I have to touch upon with Karn before where it's like, like it, it never, it, I, the way I related to it was like the way, like when the Bruins won the cup in 2011, you know, like a small, like I, I like there are a lot of Bruins fans in Montreal, but you know, I didn't really have Bruins fans that were friends to watch the game with. And when the night that they won the Stanley Cup, I was basically in the basement of my friend's place, who was just a casual hockey fan. But I was just by my own, like, like happy and like, yay. But it never sank in 
until the fact that like when I went to Boston for the parade, you know, just for some reason, just the first player to ignite that feeling like, holy shit, we won the fucking cup was seeing Michael Ryder with the Stanley cup. And I was like, what the, out of all players, you know, just (laughs) it's, it's, and it's just like, it doesn't sink in until I think it's the same thing with Napoli where it's like when they, the day that they won, I was super freaking happy. And like, my friends are sending me videos, group chats are going off. Everyone's like saying a bunch of things and it's beautiful. And my friends are sending me clips and I see it visually, the play, the players on the pitch and everything. But I don't know, like, I'm still in awe. I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like I even spoke to my like even seeing my nono and talking to my nono about it, like like he's like he's happy. Don't get me wrong. It's just it just hasn't clicked. I don't know what it, I think it's the moment they lift the trophy, that's yeah. when it's gonna start being oh, like yeah. holy shit, you know, like when you see when you see it actually like you know the title race is done. You know it's it's official. They won, they're champions. But you have to wait for that moment for the trophy lift. That's when the emotions go off. Like I, because I, for full disclosure for the viewers, I didn't get a chance to see this weekend's game because I had a freaking busy Sunday and a freaking busy Saturday. Uh, being being thirty years old, kids are kids are happening. People are getting married and shit. So life. Your kid, Johnny. Johnny. Your no. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find a girlfriend first. Fuck. <laughs> but but in not all yet, seriousness, <laughs> uh, but but in all seriousness, um, so I didn't get a chance to see. But there was a moment at the end of the highlight video. Where in front of the Maradona, you see people filled in the streets with the flares and everything. And the whole city is just alive. And it's just, after being there this spring and knowing what that environment is like, I actually started, like, I paused the video just to, like, soak it in. Just to, like, soak it in and kind of, and and mentally kind of place myself there. And just, I got overwhelmed just by doing a visual representation in my mind. So like uh, so like you when you're in there and you're in the moment it's gonna hit obviously us right now being such being across the atlantic across the pond you know just like so far away from it we're like some of us has started to like you know get that feeling that holy shit napoli are champions but i honestly think for me personally the moment they lift the scudetto is basically gonna be like like it's gonna be the moment where like they fucking finally did it they they finally the, engra- it, the engraving also like when they write the name in and you know, yeah that's that's, that's tough because yeah. it's just just to put it into words it's it's not just uh the the journey of like Ossiman you know it's it was a thing that started from the days of Pagliarella it's he was one of the like obviously Lavezzi and Hamsik were one of the first few stars that they came up with from Serie B but Quags was like that first big name. That they had, and he was, and he was a Napoli Don. You know, he was, he he was a Napoli boy, born and raised. And mm-hmm. it, it was, it was, and the way his like his time with Napoli had to end was unfortunate because he was in his prime. He he was a like he was like raring to go, and it just the shit that he had to deal with was unfortunate. And you know, when they flipped him and the money that they got, they basically bought Cavani from there. It just it was a buildup. You know, once Cavani leaves that money, you get Higuain, you get Mertens, you know, and and then later on, you know, um, I think also with that, with the, with the Cavani money, that's when they also got, no, hold on. It was Mertens, Jorginho? they got, they got Jorginho, no, Jorginho, I think was a little bit after, no? It was after, it was after. Yeah, um, but but then from Higuain, you flip him, you get you got players like Koulibaly, no, Koulibaly was part of the, during, with, with the Cavani money, no? No, yeah. no. Cavani, Cavani got sold and they bought uh, Mertens, Jorginho, 
Mertens, Higuain, and I can't remember. But just the names that came through in those jerseys, you know, like the, the these like like and then after you know having your own boy like Insigne goes through the ranks and stuff, and you know the amount of struggles that he went through with the pressure of playing for them for the main team and how he tried his best, couldn't do it, and just finally they, you know, it, it's it's a culmination of of a lot of things. It's not just a one off like a one team season thing. This was like a build up of so many names and 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 feet that filled those freaking cleats that took the pitch at the Maradona, you know, that they tried their best to create a, a history, like a story for the city of Napoli. They couldn't do it. And now, you know, it just put together, they were able to finally do it. And this is the result of it. It's, it's the, it's, it's not just Osimhen Kavaratskelia, Lozano, uh, Politano, uh, freaking Kim et al. Like I'm not going to name the whole roster. It's basically the whole history since coming up to Serie A that they finally achieved their goal that they wanted to do, and hopefully they can continue from there. That's that's what it is. It's Napoli showing that um, we're we're not just some southern team. And, you know, like in history-wise, you can't compare to Milan, Inter, or Juve, one of the big three. And history-wise, you can't compare. Even though they do have some some respectable hardware, history-wise, you can't compare. But history is the past. The past is the past. And you respect it. 110% respect it. You respect it 110%. But you also need to look at the present and forward. And in the recent history... In the recent time and currently and moving forward, Napoli showing that they're not just some, you know, bum backwater team. They're a team that says, hey, we can hang out with the big boys. We're here to, to, sh- to show that we're not just some small team you can push around. We're going to become, in, fi- in, in terms of financials, in terms of what they can do internationally, a quote-unquote big team. History-wise, sure. But if you look at it from what they have done, and what they what they plan on doing, they're they're trying to become bigger than what they are, and this and this I hope is a I I hope keyword hope is the first step to a bigger journey in the future. How, how many how many scudetti in a, in a row do they win, or is this one off? No, uh, it's not a one off, but you can't say that they're going to win that many in a row. Yeah, I, that's fair. That's it's fair. it's a, it's yeah. about windows. How many? Yeah. How many can you win in this window of Ossiman and Kuvar together? That's yes, that's, yeah. a, that's perfectly said. That yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, like, like we, like you said, like Jenny just put it perfectly. Football as a sport ebbs and flows. Football is yeah. always you never know what's going to happen. It ebbs and flows, and sometimes when you caught on a high. That high can last for years. It can last for a couple of months. You don't know what's going to happen. But like like you said, you have to work in windows. And I think Napoli just created a perfect window for themselves. The rest of Serie A, they've, they've been caught lacking a little bit. And Napoli took advantage of it. It's just, just a matter of the fact. Juve, you don't see this Juve in years past. You don't see this Milan in years. Well, Milan had a bit of a struggle in the mid to Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that, Carm. Normally, we don't see a lot like this. Even enter a little bit, but those teams—it's uncharacteristic of them. Let's just say uncharacteristic of these teams to be not performing to their potential, and Napoli have taken advantage of that. They've realized the weaknesses in the under uh, direct opponents. They know financially <clears throat> they can't compete. They can't. They, they can't compete, well, you said, in terms of history, financially. 
because let's face it, there's 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 a bit of a divide between northern teams and southern teams. Even northern like Fiorentina still have some more <clears throat> uh, resources available to them than Napoli does. So <clears throat> when when you take all these factors into consideration, Napoli plays the best. They play their best outcomes with the cards that they are dealt. And De Laurentiis and Junta, they are, they are masters of it at this point. It's been 20 years of them leading up to this point, and they, they've had a plan along the way. <clears throat> when De Laurentiis bought the team in 2004 for 32 million euros, he said, within 10 years, we'll get you back to the, to, to the European um, Championship. He did it in less than 10. And then he said, okay, we're going to be a competitive team for the next for the next five. Competitive team for the next five. They've been on track for every goal that they've hit along the way. And now they're finally hit. You said it last or the start of this year. We are going to win the Scudetto this year. They won the Scudetto this year. So whatever they they've had this plan for, for years. They they foreseen it 15 years in the future. <clears throat> While other clubs, I feel, are living more in the now, the moment, because they're under a lot more pressure to to make quick fixes. Let's say Juve, for example, things are not working out with Allegri. What do we do? Uh, Zidane. Who knows if Zidane's going to work? Maybe the players don't work with Zidane. And then you just have to restart the cycle all over again. Like, you, you, I'm sorry I'm using Juve for an example, Nick, but it's a perfect one right now. <laughs> okay, you're allowed. You're the champions of Italy. You're allowed, Carm. Yeah, so I'm not, used, I'm not used to this position. I feel like I have to apologize. <laughs> That's amazing. But it's not oh, like- now let's not be bullies. <laughs> I'm just saying, like they, 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 there's a, there's a plan in place, and other teams are probably do have a plan in place, but they're just they, they, there's something along the way that's not working. Well, Napoli just has a well-oiled machine, and I think within the next going to the Scudetto question, like I'd say five years, because that's the window you have with Quadratskalia. Ozyman's gone in two, maybe. Uh, apparently, Osimhen has been. Uh, but speaking of which, just sorry to interrupt, Karim. Just pause no. for a second. Uh, sure. There was there was a rumor that was released today mm-hmm. that uh, Dilaret has already commenced contract renewal with uh, Osimhen. So, oh, well, yeah. but anyways, but for now, it still stands as two. It still stands as I'd say about one to two years. Let's just hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Right within that window, I think they can win two more. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So what's yeah, sorry, Pete. Go, go ahead. No, if you if you look at the way Napoli did it the first time under Maradona, uh, mm-hmm. they kind of uh, their their owner at the time, you could say, kind of sold their soul, and he threw all this money in. He got two scudetto and he uh, he made a cup out of it, but he went bankrupt uh, himself. The team went bankrupt, um, but this time we, you know, ADL has done it over. It's been a slow burn over twenty years. Um, Napoli doesn't have to sell anybody. Um, and that's why we can, you know, afford to keep Ossiman for as long as he's willing to play for Napoli. And after the hero's uh, celebration he received, you know, everyone rushed the field to him. And, you know, I'm sure you guys all saw the pictures uh, after they Beautiful won the Scudetto. Like, and even the, the one on um, on Sunday of him going out the entrance for the, of the um, and the Maradona, like he. He, I'm sure he knows that winning in Napoli is not like winning any anywhere else. You know, um, hell, we're dragging this out. How many weeks now of uh, of, of celebration? There yeah. we go. That's the that's like a there it is. Thing. There it is. Your <laughs> uh, <laughs> phone's off now. But uh, you know, it's it's you know, 
especially, I guess, bringing up some of my old Milan fanness, like winning the Scudetto at, when I, you know, it almost felt like a birthright, like, oh, of course we're going to win, you know, or Milan or, you know, but winning and with Napoli, it, it's just, you have to earn what you, whatever you get. And, um, you know, Ossiman's going to be a, a legend for the rest of his life and even past his life in Napoli forever. So I think that's part of why players might be because you're, you look at Maradona. He's a God in Naples. Where, like, where else does that happen? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, nowhere. Uh, Just a quick question for you guys, uh, Carmen and Pete. Um, you know, Johnny kind of brought it up in, in, in his, uh, in his, when he was talking before about, you know, the different eras of, of, of Napoli teams that kind of led up to, to this point. Um, where do you guys rank this, this Napoli squad, this Napoli team in terms like, I, I don't want to start comparing, uh, you know, player for player, but just as a whole, I mean, this, this is a Scudetto winning team. Uh, where does this rank, uh, in terms of squads? And I guess I'll throw in the coach in there because Spalletti, and I know Carm has been on the show before and spoke highly of, of Spalletti, and we've we've had discussions about it in the past, uh, how integral, how much of an integral part he had in in all of this as well. Um, but Pete, I'll let you go first. Where, where do you kind of rank this this squad uh, overall in, in in I guess you know in Napoli history? Napoli history. I mean, I, I, the team overall, I say has has to be number one. Obviously, Maradona's above you know the number one above all. But mm-hmm. those te- and he did have some very good players around him, but that team is very much viewed as Maradona's team. Uh, mm-hmm. This team now that won, obviously you have your, uh, you know, you can name, I guess, the big three of Victor, Cavada, and Kim, but it's very much, it was very much a, won by a team. There was a point where Victor was out for a stretch. There was a point where Cavara was out for a stretch and not playing fantastically even when he was on and other players stepped up. Uh, so as far as team wise, I, I'd say this is probably the best team Napoli's ever had. I, mean, I think uh, I think it's fair. Yeah, that's a fair statement. I'm trying to think. I'm placing it in my head because I'm thinking, okay, well, we're going to Maradona's days. Maradona's days. Maradona, Careca, Giordano, Kroll. Kroll was before Maradona. Oh, he was. Yeah, you're right. Alemão then. Uh, so. Uh, like solid, solid players, but your Pete's right. It was just it was like Maradona and the rest, right? That's kind of just how it was formatted. Then I'm thinking about 2018. I'm 2018. They had, a, a, team. They had a phenomenal team. They had a phenomenal team. from front to back. They had a phenomenal team. I mean, 
Koulibaly was one of the best center backs in the world at that time. Yeah, the, the front three, um, uh, Insigne, Mertens, well, Raymond Calejon, right? I'm getting that Calejon, right. Calejon, Calejon, yeah. Amazing front three. Midfield, Jorginho, Hamsi, Gala. Like, that was... But, but, the caveat in that team is that you had Marco Rog and, like, Diawara coming off the bench. So, <laughs> <laughs> you had... If they, if they made it off the bench. If, if they made if it off. wanted them off yeah. the bench. <laughs> So you had you had your eleven, amazing, amazing uh, starting eleven, and then a couple guys. Mm-hmm. So now with that in mind, I think I'm gonna have to agree with Pete with number one, because Napoli's front the, the there there have been better you know like front threes. I think the Mertens Insigne Caleon front three was a little bit better than this one. What about the Cavani Lavezzi Hamsi? I, mean, I know. That's top, I know. If you talk about front three, they're one of the best. I'm sorry to interrupt, Karm, but that back line during those years was... (laughs) (laughs) Campagnaro, Cannavaro, and... uh, Aronica. Aronica, yeah. Then you had Zuniga and It was that that team oh, was just man. vibes. I missed that team though. They were <laughs> that team was just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. just vibes. With, with Walter Mazzari, it was just straight like it was just it, it was the best. The you, best you always I, knew what time it was. Yeah, you <laughs> you knew they were a bad team, but they were so fun to watch. I don't know what it they was. worked hard. They were yeah. yeah, they did. They were workhorses. Then you had uh, Idler in the midfield, fantastic midfield. Oh, yeah, Goken Idler was great. Yeah. Oh, my Hitler God. Gargano. Gargano, yeah. Like, then after that, you'd have, like, El Kaduri coming off this. I mean, we had, at least in the back end, there was Raul Albiol. At least Albiol yeah. was in the back. Yeah. But anyways, as I was saying, you know. No, wait, Albiol came afterwards. Yeah, like, it was. He, he was, was part of the team. sale from uh, Cavani gonna, for the Cavani. You're thinking of Miguel Burritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's That's... terrible. Oh, man. Yitzo and Net. Okay, anyways. Yitzo, uh... <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, so... Oh, man. I know. What a name. Morgan <laughs> have... Dragon Ball Dottolo? Oh, about... oh Mar- Was Marco Donadell on that team? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, player, Manuele Blasi. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these names. Yeah, I, I just found a German Danny jersey in my closet like a couple of days ago, oh. which is like, unbelievable. <laughs> but, anyway, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the front three, like you've had other front threes, Hamsi, Kvaretsi, Mertens, um, Hamsi, Kvaretsi, uh, Kavani, uh, Mertens, Insigne, Calejon. Like those, those are like, I think those are my top two front threes. And then, you know, Kvaretskelia, Osimen. If you started the front three with those two and had somebody else at right wing, I think that would have been the best front three. But mm-hmm. because our right wing is kind of lacking with Lozano and Politano, it brings them down a notch. But looking at the whole team as a whole, you have Indombele coming off the bench, Raspadori coming off the bench, Simeone coming off the bench. That's um, the right there. It's a big because coming off the bench because you as as an opponent's team, like you just had to deal with Victor Osiman for seventy minutes. Tough game as a center back. And then who comes on? Giovanni Simeone. Like, it's another starting striker coming on off the bench with fresh, fresh legs. You're a midfielder. You're tired. You have to mark Anguissa all day. Uh, and then guess what happens? Who comes on? Ndombele. 
technical, like really, really good midfielder. If he had a little bit more speed, he'd be probably one of the best midfielders in the world. Like it, these are tough. These are tough to play against. It plays a mind game on you too. With all this considered, they're number one. They are for sure. Uh, do you guys have a MVP uh, from the season? I know you, ju- you were just saying it's, it was a team effort. If you had to give uh, Lobotka. Lobotka. Lobotka? Lobotka. Yeah. Tommy Starac. Carm yourself? Tommy Starac. No. <laughs> <laughs> that guy deserved that Scudetto. Um, what, was, he, did he, was he part of the organization uh, during the Maradona days? He was? Yes. Yeah. Does he, yeah, yeah. Does he have those old pictures of him? It's it's amazing. Was he? He won the first. He was part of the team that won the first Scudetto. Scudetti too. So he was there before Maradona was there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was there since Crazy. the early eighties. Jesus, I think even the seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Like he's been there, even when they were in Serie B, Serie C. Like he was always there. That's he's the grind. Been... That's the grind. Yeah, and he travels eighty kilometers every day. Get to to, to to work. I mean, what, what other team is going to give their kit man his own his own special entrance during this good at the celebration? Exactly. It's almost. <laughs> and, and look at the players that they're the ones that they're the, you know out of all the ones he was the one that everyone was most excited for. Yeah. MVP though, Kim. So pizza's Labotka, Karm, Kim, Kim, Johnny. I'm gonna have to, it's it's a cop out, but I'm gonna have to put the the guy who puts the balls in the back of the net, Aussie man. I think Aussie man was he a healthy Aussie man was deadly in the league. He finally got a winger that was gonna service him the ball in uh, in Kavaratskelia and and look at the damage that he did. You know, um, he definitely showcased why he should be considered a top striker in in Europe. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not saying like I would say argue top ten strikers in Europe for sure. Uh, you can make, you can make a case for top five. He, I wouldn't go there that yet, there yet. But the fact that he, like he showcases, okay, look, I'm one of the best in, in Europe. I'm top in Italy. Uh, come get me, bro. Type of thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> notice, uh, notice how we had an MVP in every category, like defense, midfield and for like, and you know what, and Carm, you know what, I'm going to throw a curveball, and I'm going to, and I know I'm not the Napoli fan here. I am the Milan fan, but I'm going to throw the curveball, and I'm going to put Spalletti. Because I was, and, and you know what? I, I'll put my hands up, and I was a bit guilty at saying Spalletti. Not to say I I, I doubt him completely. Would, it, would I think he'd be able to do what he did? Sorry, guys. And, and maybe you, you guys thought otherwise. I don't know. But last, at the end of last year, going into this season, Spalletti, I, to stabilize the team, yes. To do what they've done this year, the best team in Italy, uh, one of the better teams across Europe. No, I, I couldn't say that. So I think uh, what I've always told Carmen every time he's been on the show, um, I think Spalletti, even being a northerner, really embraced the southern uh, Italian uh, environment, especially the, uh, the Neapolitan one, because he now, he obviously he bleeds Florentine, but I think he has a little bit of extra blood that spills out Neapolitan. And he just really bought into the system uh, in Naples. And I think... In my personal opinion, uh, opinion, just looking on the outside in uh, from this whole campeonato, he's uh, not only stabilized the team, but got everyone to buy in and produce uh, on on all fronts. Mm -hmm. And having guys that can have top seasons uh, from top to bottom, like you said, Carm, from an attacking uh, perspective, a midfield perspective, a defensive uh, perspective. And you know what, guys? Even your your goalies. Because 
even a guy like Medek that was always, um, you know, obviously had the talent. And I think obviously when Ospina was there, it definitely got, you know, that second fiddle type of action. But, uh, you know, really emerged this season. A guy like Golini coming in last second, okay. But, I mean, for, for Medet too, I think he, he definitely had a better season than probably most expected. But Absolutely. I don't know if you guys agree with the Spalletti comment, but I know Carm does, Pete. I, I, just maybe your opinion on, on Spalletti. No, I mean, yeah, I, when I, when they first signed him, I thought it was the safe pick. I wasn't super excited about it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's you're, I, I completely agree. He's definitely embraced uh, the Neapolitan uh, – uh, I guess culture or lifestyle, everything. yeah. Culture, however everything. you want to put it, yeah. I mean, it, it's funny even at the the um, the celebration at the stadium. Uh, he said, Nop- "Napoli must be the city of miracles if you uh, let if you allow me to win this this Scudetto." So it's you know that's just that's a very Neapolitan comment to self deprecate yourself like that. So uh, yeah, no, I Spalletti is I, I agree hundred percent with what you said. If you notice in uh, years past, too, I, I could be imagining this too, but I remember when he would coach Inter and he, when he coached Roma a while back, when he would, like, on the off season, when somebody would ask, like, where would you like to coach? At? He would, he'd say Napoli. Like, he would, he would always be on that boat. Like, yeah, I'd like to go coach there one day. I remember when he was with Inter, he did it. He's like, yeah, I want to go coach there one day. You know, it'd be fun to go and, and, and go in the south of Italy and coach and all that sort of stuff. I think he's always had that in his head to, to, to go down there and get the opportunity. And he took his opportunity. He, he, he really made a get statement for, for, um, for himself there. But I think he's always had that, like that, that mentality where he, he always wanted to go eventually in any part of his career to go and coach Napoli. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just uh, hope that in the future, Spalletti just... Kind of gets used to a bit of a rotation. Uh, that's my only worry. The team towards the end of the year, you saw that the gas was starting to, you know, wear off just a little bit. Uh, obviously, you know, it's 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 not it, it's it's obviously it's not like a fully on Spalletti thing. You know, he has to do what he has available to him, and you know, like Simeone being injured towards the end and whatnot. Uh, Nassiman, especially in the Milan and the Milan game, not being available doesn't help him out either. But uh, still, uh, players. Do eventually get run to the ran to the ground, and you know, just hope that in in the future he, especially now that he's finally won his first ever league title in his career, understands that if he wants this to continue happening, he needs to come up with new ideas and be and 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 or just you know, not run the same eleven. Because no. <laughs> no. uh, don't do the Allegri thing where every game is a different eleven starting yeah. eleven, but no. but you can't. <laughs> But like you know, like every once in a while, give Kavisha a bit of a rest, you know, or give give Victor a bit of a rest, you know, like like just the other for Di Lorenzo. The, the other yeah, thing, Di Lorenzo. Di yeah, we bought Berezinski, we just never used him. He played one game. I mean, he's a decent center back. Oh, uh, center right back. The guy from Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I wasn't even aware he he, he plays for Napoli now. He played in the Coppa Italia. That was the Genoa. No, he's a Scudetto winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so, right, he plays right bench. Where's right bench? On Instagram, uh, Dan, Danny from uh, your friend Carm, Danny Del Grossi, yeah. he, did, he did send us a message to just say what it means to him. He said, that means everything to me as a fan. Hopefully, uh, there's many more to come. Nice and simple. And uh, first thing I saw when I opened Instagram was uh, Genoa is coming back up to Serie A. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Genoa was the other club that came up with Napoli and Juventus uh, to Serie A in 2007. So yes. since then, uh, every single season in Serie A, except for one, now for Genoa, and 10 Scudetti, four or five Coppa Italia combined, maybe six. I don't know off the top of my head between those teams but that's the past Napoli now is going to look towards the future guys what do you want to see from this team in the summer in terms of transfers in terms of reinforcements obviously there's been all this talk already about um Aussie men going to England um you know obviously Cavara is worth a lot of money now Napoli could easily flip him for a lot I don't think that's going to happen what do you what do you what do you guys make of all these rumors and and what do you want to see uh for the club uh, I guess I'll start. So um, first things first is stabilize the team. Uh, get your core guys down packed and, and sign new contracts for them. Napoli made a lot of money this year off the Champions League and winning a Scudetto. So they can afford to, to increase the budget a little bit on the on the wages that they pay them. So, you know, keep Osimhen for one or two more years. But it's Kelly, yeah, he's good. You don't have to worry about him. I don't think he's going to leave. And if an offer comes in, I don't think they're going to accept it anyways, no matter what the amount dollar amount value is. And uh, De Laurenti said it too. He he came out, he's like, yeah, you, you put an offer, I'm not going to take it because we've built something here and we're not just going to like let it go for for free now. Uh, well, not for free, but whatever. Um, with that being said, you need to find a Vice Lobotka. You need to find, because Diego Dem is, yeah, cool, whatever, but he's not, he's not up to par. I don't think anymore to Lobotka's level. He kind of fell off. So finding one more midfielder, like uh, or maybe two, like a vice Lobotka and a vice Angisa. Because Ndombele was kind of was like that vice Angisa role, but we're not signing him for thirty million. So you gotta look around and find someone um to slot in that role. I thought of a couple people like uh um Fratesi would be like he's he's all right, but like you know someone like that or in Serie A. Um, then for sure, for sure, a right winger. You need a right winger. Um, I'd sell Lozano this year because now his market value is increased a little bit. You can get some money out of Lozano and spend it to buy what who I would want is that kid from Sassuolo. Um, Loriente. What's that? Loriente. Loriente. Yeah. Him was come to me. Him. I'd yeah. go out and spend on him. Or uh because you can get him easily for twenty, twenty five. Not more much more than that. Like that that would be a great pick. Also stimulate the the buying the buyout clause for Raspadori, Pesa Suolo for him too. I think Simeone also has a buyout clause. The, the same thing. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Buy them both out. And the off chance that Victor goes, you're covered. You have Raspadori Simeone as your strikers now. It works. 
then, you know, once you have that all said and done, this team is good to go. I mean, goalies met at Golini. They're good. They can they can still play. Uh, you have Oliveira, Rui, good. You have two great left backs. Two, uh, Juan Jesus, Ostigard, Kim, and Ramani. That's a solid four center back combo between all four of them. And some uh, Ostigard's so young, so you know you get some years out of him. So yeah, that's all you need. Just a couple midfielders, a right wing, re-sign some of the guys, and go for another Scudetto. You, um, I mean, obviously, the immediate need that comes to mind, like Carm mentioned, is right wing. Um, mm-hmm. I like Lookman from Atalanta. Um, uh, that's the guy I would do if I um if I was ADL. But um, I think the biggest thing, and uh, we'll see how it turns out, is keeping Juntali. Um, I don't want, especially I don't want to see him go to Juventus, but. Just to see, you know, to see what he's built and the players that he's brought in um, for not a lot of money. Um, now, granted, ADL has had people that have done a similarly well, good job with him before Juntili got there. But you know, Juntili was the man that was there when we won the Scudetto. So, I, if you can figure out a way to get him to stay, I think that's going to be as almost as important as uh, keeping like Victor. Or Kavara. I think also, guys. I, I know. I know. Peter said it before quickly there, but uh, I guess maybe even. And I know the Berezinski, you know, project I, it didn't really pan out so far. Not many minutes at all, so you can't really judge. But um, I think another, another, another right back for you guys. I think would be another, another thing to look at. Like maybe like a serious backup right back because I, I, I mean, Di Lorenzo can only play so much, I, I think. And and this has been, and I know we've spoken with, you know, both, both of uh, Raf and Raf from the Napoli round before. And, and, and I, I know that's come up in conversation as well um, from, from episodes in the past. And um, I mean, Di Lorenzo is an engine and, and he does everything well, but I don't know, man, like, I don't know if well, you have agree, that, but like there's somebody else that needs to come in. You have that young guy, Zanoli, who you loaned out to Sampdoria. Is that coming he, back or how's that working? He's coming back. It was, it was just a, yeah, okay. it was just a, a, a half-year loan. Uh, I honestly didn't watch any Sampdoria games, but I read that he apparently wasn't pressing. And I did like him before he got loaned out. So, okay. um, you know, I don't know if you if you decide to loan him out another year, maybe you got to do something else with that. But I I do think he is going to be our future right back at some point. Okay, sorry, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that. So then, perfect. So at least you have somebody young, Italian, can work through the system. Um, that that I think. That, that would that would do well um just a, talking about you know the future actually no sorry johnny i didn't i didn't get your we didn't get your thoughts on on what to what to fix i mean honestly speaking i think the only thing i would say different than what was said before is that i'm not i i'm different i think differently i'm not as confident in uh the center back situation for napoli as others are um, okay. you know, like one thing that I, that I real, realized and respected a lot with Milan is that, you know, they can just start off anybody between Tomori, Kalulu, uh, Kier, uh, Shaw, and like, just like, if they have a great next man up mentality, especially when you play with a four man backline. And since Napoli does do that, um, 
I mean, personally speaking, without Kim, you know, I don't have any faith in the in, in Rahmani and and Ostigar. Like, I I don't. That's just me. That's just me personally on their own because of previous experiences Rahmani and stuff. So like, I I would like to see an upgrade there, a little bit of a bolstering there, because um, the right back situation is a bit of a question mark. I mean, you could. Uh, go with what you have right now and give it a shot because it, it, it wasn't showcased as much this year. So is it really a problem? We don't know because no, none of the other players got a chance to play and showcase if they were actually good enough to be a Di Lorenzo replacement or not, or like a temporary patch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Right wing, obviously, on, between uh, Lozano and Politano, just, you know, like people were saying shouts, play Raspadori. That would be cool. That would be cool, but having both Raspadori and Simeone to come off on the bench at any moment to bolster that offense is great already, so that's fine. One thing I, I do worry about, I don't know if it is happening, because Zelinski's been one of the longest tenured Napoli players right now, and it's more along the lines of, is he interested in staying longer, or now that he finally achieved a league title, is he looking elsewhere? Now, there's been no talks about it. I'm not trying to start things right now where people are gonna be like, "Oh, like, like I'm just, I'm just a guy sitting in this chair back home in Montreal. Like, I'm just, a, just, just thinking out loud here." If Zelinski starts looking elsewhere and stuff, that's a very big player that needs to be replaced. That's a very huge hole that's gonna. So maybe start considering that as a possibility of like a position that needs to be filled. Besides that, there's not much I can see that needs to be worked on uh, for now. For now. He's my favorite yeah. player. I don't want to see him go. I don't, want to, I don't want to see him go either. Yeah, he's my favorite player. Uh, yeah, he's been he's been consistent. Guys, I want to ask you, Carmen. You were kind of uh, you know saying it before how happy you were, tears down your eyes, this and that. Uh, what means more, this Scudetto or Italy winning the Euros two uh, two years ago, or even Italy winning the World Cup? Well, Italy winning is nice, but the Scudetto takes it, man. Scudetto over over World Cup. Yeah. Scudetto over World Cup. He's a true Neapolitan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Peter. Yep. I always mean, have faith that Italy has a shot. Yeah. At, yeah. at a World Cup or a Euro. I don't always have that faith with Napoli. That's fair. That's fair. So the Scudetto means a lot more. Like I've in my lifetime, I've already seen Italy win a World Cup and Euro before I even saw a Scudetto. Goes to tell you, like how, how often this happens. Um, so yeah, this could that though easily for me. If it's Champions League, though, it's yeah. a bit different. No, I, I'm in Champions League. That's the pinnacle. Now that you're, I would, I would yeah. trade it for Champions League. Yeah. I think any you of us would, would with, our, with our clubs. Okay, All anybody right. would. All right. I, my answer was different though. My answer was different prior to last week. My answer would have still been that <laughs> okay. even if the Champions League was an option. I'd always pick the Scudetto first because there's some part of me. I'm petty. I'm just putting it out there. I'm petty. Okay. I I cannot I cannot go any longer about hearing Milan, Juve, and Inter fans beat us down for not winning the Scudetto. So it doesn't matter if I win the Champions League or not. It doesn't matter if I'm the best club in Europe. I want to be the best club in Italy and really rub it in their face. No, I agree. I've... I've... I've said that before too. I, if if there was a season where Napoli were winning the Champions League and not the Scudetto, I'd be disappointed in the season. But now that they have the Scudetto, go ahead and win the Champions League. It's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, Carm, I kind of feel like the opposite as you, uh, where you know you're tired of uh, hearing other fans talking about Napoli not winning the Scudetto. I'm tired of 
hearing uh, other fans talking about Juve with the Champions League. So, you know, if obviously I'd be so happy to to see Juve win a Champions League, but as long as an Italian team isn't winning one, I'm I'm happy too. You know, as long as we're all e- even even put yeah. as long as we're all bad together. Then they... yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Everybody has to cry together. <laughs> But you eventually like have that. that beautiful Champions League song that I, that we all love so much. My God, we're such bullies. Poor, <laughs> oh, poor Nick. Okay. It's, okay. Okay. it's okay. I'm laughing. Uh, Listen, you have to beat up on the big dog sometimes. Yeah. You, you, you don't have a choice. But speaking about Champions League, guys, it's kind of, uh, for me, at least, it was a good segue because I kind of had that question in, in mind. And, uh, you know, two Napoli guys on tonight. Napoli uh, obviously went, uh, in my personal opinion, and I think all the Italian teams kind of went further than expected, in my personal opinion, uh, in, in Champions League this season. Um, yeah, obviously, had a, obviously had a great run for Napoli. Uh, you know, doing well in the group, doing well outside the group. Um Getting all the way uh, to the quarters, uh, you know, obviously a, a big feat. I, I had seen clips of the uh, of, of ADL speaking uh, in the CBS um, interview there that he had there uh, post uh, post match there, and obviously all the targets that Carm kind of brought up before of winning the Scudetto and and, and kind of those those checkbox kind of being checked. Uh, the the Champions League, I think, question kind of came into that. Um, Going forward, guys, uh, and I know we just had this whole Scudetto Champions League, what would you prefer talk, but um, is Napoli close uh, to kind of recreating what they did this year and kind of continuing continuing to go further in the Champions League, uh, you know, going forward? Or is or is it not really in, 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 in like, uh, arm's reach and it kind of was kind of a one-off uh, season? I don't know what you guys think about uh, the Champions League going forward. Honestly, I, I kind of lean towards more that it – might have been this is probably going to be our best chance to ever win it. Um, okay. Napoli aren't Napoli aren't a surprise anymore. Um, you know, if if any of the big teams they see that not, they have Napoli in the next round, they're gonna they know they're gonna have to have their A game. Um, now I'm not saying it can't happen, but just you know when you start to get to those those end, you know the uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, these the, the Man Cities. Hopefully we can start to say the Milans, the Inters, the Napolis, you know, mm-hmm. the Bayern Munichs, the Real Madrids. Um, you have to be, uh, for, you know, all 11 perfect the entire game. And so that's, you know, that's tough. I So I, I do think that it's because they didn't get it this year. It's just it's just going to get harder. Okay. Carl, from you? Yeah, Pete's right. Like this year I think was kind of more of a surprise to everyone mm-hmm. that now did so well in the Champions League yeah, and that's kind of it worked in our favor because Napoli does really well when they're viewed as the underdogs because when they're viewed as the team that's in favor they always play down to the level of the opponent that they're that that's supposed to be the underdog and then it always it just never works out in their favor so when Napoli plays in the Champions League now this year Went up against Liverpool, like not the strongest Liverpool, but it's Liverpool. No, yeah, Liverpool, yeah. And beat them four one. You go up against Ajax. Ajax is not a not a, a nothing team. They they have European trophies to their name too, and they're a strong team in the Netherlands. 
beat them on aggregate like 10-2 on aggregate. Like, just blew them out of the water. The Rangers didn't have a chance. didn't have a hope in hell or whatever for any of those games. So then you go on, you play um, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Frankfurt won the Europa League the year prior. Mm-hmm. Not a nothing team. Like, the, Frankfurt's a tricky team. Didn't even matter. It was like Frankfurt wasn't even playing those two games. Wiped the floor with them. And then, okay, so everyone's like, all right, you know, like, they don't probably take Napoli as the underdog. And I, now we come to the Milan game, and that's what I was afraid of. A lot of people were saying, like, yo, you know, Milan is a it's – a, it's an easy draw. Like, you play them all the time. You should go up. But it's not an easy draw. It's yeah. not an easy draw at all because you play them all the time. They study you religiously. The other teams don't have a chance to study you. I'd much rather play Benfica because Benfica has Porto and Sporting and whatever in their own league to worry about. They won't have enough time to study you. Milan had already played a game against Napoli. They probably already reviewed the tapes and purely planned for it. And fuck, did he ever plan for it? Because he shut that. He shut Napoli down. He just took took everyone out of the game. And that's and that's the when you get a, a draw in the Champions League from someone in your own league, it's the worst draw you could ever have because you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough game. I'd much rather, as bad as it would be, like play. I'd much rather play Real Madrid because even Real Madrid sometimes you can catch them off and and really shock them. So, with that being said, them being the underdogs for this entire time, other teams started to take notice. And started to really pay attention to Napoli and the chance that they would have to play them eventually. But now that that that's gone and you're looking for the next season, teams in the Champions League are gonna spend the entire summer and even after the draw, whoever gets them, they're gonna spend that entire time studying Spalletti's Napoli and, and learning how to shut them down a la Pioli, like how they did with Milan. So it's going to be a lot, a lot tougher from here on out. Will they do it again? It's possible. They, they might make the quarterfinals, sure. Will they make the finals? Yeah. This was their best chance. I I honestly think that if they if they want to get there, if they want to you know be that type of team to go compete in Champions League, first of all, they don't have yeah. the influx all like all these major teams do. If you notice, what helps all these bigger teams is that. They get the massive fan base around the world to continuously give them an influx of revenue from jersey sales, from merchandise, whatever. That kind of helps them reinvest that into players. Even though it does put them a bit in a, in a debt, it kind of helps. Well, it's an exception of teams like any of the German teams because they have like this type of like fan and uh, management split. But you know, in teams that are just basically management owned, a lot of them go into massive debts to continue fight for the trophy. But they know that they're able to they're able to recuperate that in the near future. Napoli can't do that as 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 whatever stride they're picking up, it's never going to reach those heights, never. So if they do want to compete in that, they're going to have to be smart with purchases and really bolster that bench with surprise findings that they have been doing to continue pay off for them. And then afterwards, once they have a deep enough bench, maybe they can make a run. But it's not going to be something that's consistent. It's going to have to be something that's going to have to be like perfectly planned and strike at the right time for it. It's not going to be something that, bah, we got a window of five years to do it. Bah, we got a window of ten. Like, no, it's it's yeah. we, you won't have that gap. It's going to be like you have to wait for that one right moment. Like Luke Skywalker in episode four, you know, you just got to make sure you get them right there. Uh, 
So I think what realistically it is for Napoli is that keep focusing on the domestic levels to find success. Uh, keep on, you know, uh, adapting to the league and trying to maintain your spot at the top that you have right now. Keep building that momentum. Make your make a name for yourself. Build up on that success, and then from there, once you build up a bit of momentum, then look elsewhere. Because, I, like I said, I that's such a big fish. That's such a big, big, big catch. That yes, if you catch it, holy hell! But sometimes it's better to go for the, I guess, for lack of a better term, I'm not calling this good that though a small trophy. But I say like the small little things, like get multiple small little things instead of aiming for that one big thing because the small little things add up. Yeah, that one big cash in is great, but you can. It's better to build up slowly, slowly. So, uh, the Champions League, cool, It'd be awesome. I would love for Napoli to win a Champions League. You know, it would be awesome. But at this point, just just focus on continuing uh, create creating an era of dominance. Create it. Don't like if you're at the top, try to maintain it. By the way, uh, Napoli wasn't the only team out of this group. Only team out of the group. I don't know how to English this, but I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Only team from people in this group of our origins that actually won something this season. Campo Basso got promoted to City D. Adri, that's where your family's from. Akragas got promoted to City D. That's where uh, my family's from. So we all got a reason to celebrate here. We're Scudetto, reaching, tonight, guys. We're really reaching. Eccellenza, oh, man, Eccellenza reaching. champions. <laughs> same thing, right? It's the same thing, sure. yeah. Tomato. Yeah. yeah, we're reaching tonight, guys. I'm sorry, but um, guys, I, I don't know. Uh, Jenny, did you have anything else? I, I, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I, I wanted one, one quick, one quick other thing, and it's kind of like a, you know, kind of a, a game, and and, uh, and I'm stealing it from TLN because I saw, I saw, it, I saw the the boys there TLN do it, all time Napoli team. I don't know if uh, Karma. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, the team that they put out, but maybe we don't have to do a, 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 an all-time Napoli team, Napoli squad, uh, full eleven. If you guys want, you can. Maybe a Calcetto team, a, a five-a-side team. Uh, who would you guys put just to just to wrap this off uh, on a little bit of a fun note? Who would be your, your guys' five-a-side Napoli edition teams? Pete, you want to go first? Maradona, 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 Maradona. Pete's thinking. It's like the South Korean team just all around. Kim, 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 I do feel like having Maradona in it is kind of in for your father side is kind of cheating. Yeah, so let's let's try like let's try make a team excluding Maradona. Excluding Maradona. Two thousands, two thousands edition. No, okay, guys. Whatever, whatever touches your heart. I don't know. Uh, Luigi Vitale, Aronica. Oh, <laughs> Morgan the scientist. We're going to go with the pure Napolitani. Insigne, Paolo Cannavaro. Uh, we're going to go with... Guadiarella. Guadiarella. We are going to go with the best Napoli striker of all time, Michu. Uh, <laughs> um, if, we're, if you go all time, you have to put Dino's off in Nets. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Dino's off did play for Napoli. Mm-hmm. I was gonna put Reina, but all right. Yeah. So five aside, does that? So uh, one of them is a goalie, then. Yeah, one yeah. of them's a goalie, and then you all have right. your four out to out to right. players. Dino's off number uh, my goalie. Okay. Cole is my defender. All right. Um, Zelinski as um my midfielder, and then I'm gonna have um Mertens and 
tough, tough, tough. I want to say Victor, but I, yeah, Victor. All right, I'll say Victor then. So that's my five aside. All right. Um, I'm just writing it out here. Um, so I can't count. Uh, <laughs> you can't count. You can only count to three, right, Carm? You can only I, count to three. I, 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 it's five and a goalie, so it's six, right? So five and a goalie. That's what I'm. Uh, no, no, it's goalie plus, plus four. Oh, plus goalie four, plus yeah. four. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah. out, and the outfield players, I mean, uh, Peter put a defender, midfield, and, and two attackers. You can do it, however, however you please. Okay. So, Zofin goal. Okay. Koulibaly as one of my defenders. In the midfield, Hamsik. Striker is Mertens. And then one more midfielder. Or, yeah. Attacker or whoever. Oh, maybe an attacker. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck on this last one. So many good to pick from. Um, you can have Jorginho and have Hamsik be your second attacker. I guess I could, right? Little assist by a Peter. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I, I do put Peter want to on the on the. I do want to coach to I'll be the coach of the five percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. So I so Joff Kulibali, Hamsik, Cavani, Mertens. That's my two. Cavani, beautiful. That's yeah. nice, Johnny. I'm going with I'm going with uh, well besides uh, like. Uh, yeah, besides off in the back, like when we were personal favorites, like guys I've watched throughout the years, it's going to be basically the trio of uh, I'm, 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 I'm going like no D. I'm going the trio of Lavezzi, <laughs> Hapsik, and Cavani with, uh, with, with, with Insigne there. As much as I love all the players, like a lot of the players on this squad, those guys have deep, 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 deep spots in my heart. And um, I'm just going with personal favorites. Skill wise, obviously, there's better players to put than others, but. For these guys have just brought me so many happy moments, and you know, I'm not saying that Kavaratskelia and Osiman and and other players have not done the same, but you know, like I said, there was others that came before that got to Napoli where they are today. And between the sticks, you're putting. I'm putting Zoff. It's Zoff? easy. It's, I'm putting Zoff. Reina, like okay. I always liked Reina, but I was never like. Oh my God, Pepe Arena! I was like, okay, cool. You know? Zoff is Zoff is Zoff. Zoff is Zoff is a legend. Zoff is a legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna pick Arena too, but I forgot Zoff played. And so. coach, and coach besides besides Peter, Peter's assistant coach. Well, who are you guys putting as coach <laughs> all time? <laughs> Tommaso. Coach is Spalletti. in terms of in terms of okay. He didn't have a great time with the team, but you know, in terms of status, Ancelotti, I mean, uh... <laughs> uh, uh, no, a loophole. That's a loophole. That's a loophole. That I'm yeah. gonna go Rafa Benitez for my coach. Oh, Benitez, Benitez is a great shout. It's okay. a great shout. Yes, yeah. He, Peter, he, there. All right. Uh, yeah. he, uh, sorry, took all the credit for uh, uh, Rafa Benitez's team. <laughs> he kind of did. Benitez set set the groundwork for for sadly the players he signed. Yeah, that's a great shout. So, Carm, you too, Benitez? No, I'm so or sorry. Going... But he wanted, he's one of us that. I mean, he has to be. That's a good point. That's a good point. And Johnny? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Spalletti on this. It's true. He he actually got the league title to Napoli than uh, than other coaches that came behind. 
Why is my cat running around like crazy? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but my cat just randomly all, got the zoomies. Still, still celebrating the <laughs> yeah. Scudetto. There you go. <laughs> um, but we all know Maradona would be over in all these squads. Guys, oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, Dios is above but above all, obviously. Um, I just, I, you know, just seeing, uh, you know, Milan win last year, all the celebrations to, to see. To have now and now see the the celebrations in Naples. I mean, it's just just seeing cities alive uh, and 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 full of passion uh, in Italy. Uh, obviously, when it hits home a bit harder, where where you have relation to the to the city, it obviously hits it, it hits home. It hits a bit uh, another heartstring there. But um, I, I don't think Naples is going to sleep for another. I don't even. I don't. Even, I can't even put a timetable on it because I don't. I don't even know when they're going to stop celebrating. But they deserved 4th. it, January fourth. <laughs> no, sorry, June fourth when they left the car. June fourth. Yeah. Um, plans, guys. Uh, any any plans of going to uh, to Naples? Uh, is that on the radar for any of you guys? Or no, I'm staying here. We got we got uh, Tri State has some plans we're trying to do for the last game of the season. So, Carm, yourself? Um, I was supposed to go. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go anymore. But uh, okay, a lot of the guys from the Napoli club are going to, to watch the last game. Beautiful. Yeah. So, guys, on that note, uh, we just want to really thank you guys for your time tonight. I, I know we kind of were all over the place with questions and, and, and thoughts and feelings and, and, and whatnot in discussions, but we honestly can't thank you guys enough. You guys, we want to congratulate you guys once again uh, for, for winning the Scudetto. It's, it was very well uh, merited. I can officially, I guess, hand you guys over the Scudetto as a Milan fan, handing it over to Napoli, <laughs> handing over to Napoli. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, seeing that you guys are obviously part of your fan, uh, fan clubs in your cities, Peter, I'll start with you. Uh, just again, a big thanks to you just for jumping on. I know it was very, very last minute. We appreciate your time. I know this was the first time, maybe not the best of intros, but at the same time, we can't thank you enough for, for your time and for your, for your stories and just for, for your analysis on everything. Um, where can people find you, the club that, you, that you're that you part of, and anything that's going forward for, for Tri-State Napoli? Uh, so you can find me personally at uh, babysquid underscore 1926. Um, and you can find the club at um, – I should know this. Shouldn't I know the – I should know the club. You should uh, know this. You should know this. <laughs> um, you can find the club at uh, uh, try underscore Napoli club, and that's the same for Instagram and uh, Twitter. And I see, obviously, you're wearing the Tri-State Napoli uh, shirt tonight, uh, Peter. Am. You guys are still uh, – those sales are still going out. I saw you guys have the Scudetto shirt. Yeah, Scudetto – yep, the Scudetto uh, shirts. Um, I think, like, tomorrow is the last day, so. Okay. Um, so get them know. all they're hot. Yeah. Hot yeah, up yeah the I Perfect. It. I got to get it. Uh, thanks for reminding <laughs> me. I didn't know tomorrow was the last day. <laughs> especially, for, especially for those in the states, you know, Italian sizes are a little too. We have bigger sizes for you here for in our club. <laughs> you guys thought ahead. Smart, smart guys, smart guys. Um, you know what? We had Gaetano on uh, not too long ago, Peter, and uh, just a great thing you guys got going out there. Uh, honestly, we we really got to give you guys your flowers because a new club uh, coming uh, through the ranks in, um, among you know fan clubs of of certain teams and. You guys have really uh, done a lot in a short amount of time. Uh, so just on our behalf, we want to really give you your flowers and, and all the hard work that you guys do over there. It's, it really uh, not only does something for your club in Napoli, 
Uh, but I think as for Serie A as, as a whole, especially here across the pond, North America, it's it really doesn't go unnoticed for all the hard work you guys do. So congratulations for everything that you guys have accomplished up until this point, Peter. I appreciate that. That really means a lot. Uh, you know, it's it's hard work, but it's worth it. Also, thanks for uh, asking Gaetano my dumbass question when he was on. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we couldn't miss it. We couldn't miss it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Carm, obviously, you've been on the show before, but uh, the four is always yours, my friend. Uh, you know, we've, we've become so close by doing all these, these shows together, by com- being in contact for so many for so many. It seems like a couple of years now and so many oh, yeah. times over. Yeah. Um, we, we love you as a brother. And, uh, honestly, congratulations once again. Where can people find you if, you know, they're continuously living under a rock and, and where can they find uh, not only yourself, but the, the club that you're El Presidente of? For, for the F time now. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, I'm joking. It's always a pleasure to be on here. Um, so I actually should have written this down for the people who are watching this. Uh, but my at is at Tira underscore Tifoso on Twitter. Um my the Napoli Club is at Napoli Club TO on Twitter, and then if you just type in Napoli Club Toronto on Instagram, we'll pop up there. Um, we also have Scudetto shirts coming. Actually, okay. they are done. Uh, we just haven't put the design out. I guess we'll just kind of unofficially unveil it right now. Sure, uh, why not? Right? Why not? Why not? Exclusive on the couch, guys. Ooh, Nap- beautiful! So, it's a nice that one. Sneak peek. It's a nice one. Yeah, so we have that. Wait, keep it, keep it there again. Keep it there again. Let me see it again. We we'll have to make a little bit of a clip of this or something. Can we do that? <laughs> Adrian, it's a short preview. It's a short. People have to pay. Short they preview. Have to pay for more. People have to pay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. We're getting all right. paid for this. <laughs> Wait, my only you guys get paid. <laughs> um, yeah. So Napoli Club Toronto on Instagram uh, website, of course. Napoli Club Toronto. Everything's the same. Uh, yeah, I, we have some some stuff planned for the last game and for uh, a party in June. Uh, not a party. Uh, well, yeah, it's a party. It's an it's an event in June, okay. mid June. Okay. Um, all that information will be coming out shortly for all that stuff. Uh, the shirts should be released tomorrow officially for for purchase. So. Yeah. So guys, if if you miss out on 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 Tristanapoli shirts, you guys go get the Napoli Cup Toronto shirts. It's all in the same, guys. Yeah, exactly. And like like Pete said, you know the the sizes are a bit snug, you know, for guys like myself. <laughs> so you know, if you need something a little bit looser, then we we got your back on that. <laughs> Be, before Perfect, you, Jano, this is a spiel. I just want to say thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure talking to. You. Uh, well, obviously, True. always a pleasure talking to you, Carm, and it's a pleasure to talk to you for the first time, Peter, and of course, we'll have to keep in contact. We'll have to have you on again, where you're the star of the show in the future, when uh, next time we want to talk uh, Napoli. Um, obviously, I don't like your team from a sporting point of view, but obviously, I'm happy for you guys. Obviously, I'm happy for my cousin, Janney, so congrats again on the Scudetto. Enjoy it, because... Uh, you know, Carm, what you're describing, you know, all the happiness and this and that, it, it's, it, it reminds me a bit of, you know, when I saw the, at least the Habs get to the Stanley Cup final two years ago. And I know if the day comes where I get to see the Habs win a Stanley Cup, I'll be over the moon. It'll probably be the same thing that you're feeling. So I'm, a bit, I'm a bit envious. I'm a bit envious of, of that too, Carm. But uh, no, seriously, congrats. Uh, once again, thanks again for coming on. Uh, absolute you guys are gems 
Thank you so much. Uh, Johnny, uh, any 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 other more followers you want to give these uh, these? No, movies? you guys, they're they're awesome guys. They know it. I tell them all the time. They 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 have crowns on their head, even though you don't see them. It's metaphoric. Uh, they they do a great job for the Napoli community, and it I I love seeing the interactions on Twitter and stuff. And it just helps it just helps the fan base grow. And what they do is phenomenal, and they should just keep on doing it because it's, it's it, it creates a massive ripple effect for everything. Totally agree, guys. Um, yeah, so guys, if uh, you're not watching this, if you're not watching the replay, if you guys want to tune in into this uh, later on, guys, go give these guys a follow. Uh, at Tri-State Napoli, at Napoli Cup Toronto, uh, them personally, Peter and, and Carm, uh, like the guy said, two, just two great uh, individuals doing a lot uh, for their community, but for our community as a whole as well. And uh, that doesn't go unnoticed. So give them a follow. For us guys, before we wrap this up, we say it every week. Give us a follow at the Coucho guys. We're now live on YouTube tonight. Uh, we don't always go live, guys, but uh, continue to follow us on, on, on YouTube as well. Subscribe, uh, post notifications, all that good stuff for the audio version of the podcast, uh, all your favorite podcasting platforms, and on all the socials at the Coucho guys as well. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we're going to probably continue to chat off, uh, off air here, but uh, that's it for us uh, this week at the Coucho guys, and we'll be back next week to talk a little more Coucho. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Bye. The Cultural Guys is a weekly podcast by Adriano Donardo, Gianni Delacoli, and myself, Nicholas DiGiovanni. We want to bring Calcio back to its roots in our communities and share stories from around the world about why we're passionate about the beautiful game. You can listen to us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts, including Spreaker, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Mixcloud. Give us your opinion on social media at The Calcio Guys on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The outro song is The Last Ones by Jazar. Thank you.